Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today, we're picking up right where we left off from last time in a story called Koozie George and the Flippiest Day Day, written by me, Darren Galindo. But before we get into today's story, we want to remind you to write us a review. Podcast reviews go a long way in getting the Koozie George podcast into the ears of new listeners. So make sure you write us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the stories. Another way you can help support the podcast is simply by telling your friends about us. Thanks! And now, we're actually going to be having a little bit of a musical segment where we sing happy birthday to a little someone by the name of Alejo. Uh, I think it's pronounced Alejo. Alejo, but that's a J. Am I reading that wrong? No, you're reading it right, but the J is silent like a ninja. J's can't be silent. What about Jack Rabbit? and Pepper Jack Cheese, and Jiminy Christmas. Okay, yeah, that's what the letter J sounds like sometimes, but sometimes it's silent. Like when? Like Hallelujah, Tijuana. Tijuana? That's a city in Mexico. Oh, what else? Guadalajara, Jesus, Javier, and my absolute favorite, Mijo. Mijo? No, 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 you gotta say it like this. Oi, mijo! Uh, those all sound like Spanish words. Well, yeah, but the J's are all silent, just like Alejo. Oh, you mean like falafel? What? No, what are you talking about? Falafel has a silent J in it. No, it doesn't. Falafel is a deep fried ball of beans. F-A-L-A-F-E-L. Falafel! There's no J in it. Oh, my bad. Uh, what were we talking about again? Alejo. We're going to sing happy birthday to Alejo. Oh, that's right. We are? Of course we are. No, no, no. I mean, like, we as in all of us? Yeah. Even me? Oh, no, not you. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was going to say. No, we don't want that. Remember what happened last time? Yeah, I figured I was not going to be singing. You guys just sound so good together. Yep, that's us. All right, we'll count it off. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, go. Happy birthday to you. You are cool. And awesome too! And we wish you a happy birthday scream! Two! Alejo! Alejo! Oh yeah! <laughs> happy birthday, Alejo! Oh yeah! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, dude! Yeah! Happy birthday, Alejo! Uh, I mean, wait, is it Alejo or Alejo? It's Alejo! Oh, gotcha! Happy birthday, Alejo! Alejo! Thanks for listening to the Koozie George podcast. And now let's get into the story. <laughs> Koozie George and the Flippiest Day Day. Once upon a time, Koozie George, Rabbit Sebastian, Hazel Breeze, and Flippy Day Day were busy making pizza. Watch out! I've got a hot one here! yelled Koozie as he pulled another pizza out of the oven. Cheese! I need more cheese! yelled Rabbit as he finished sprinkling the last little bits of mozzarella onto a mini pizza. Coming right up! yelled Hazel as she ran to the giant refrigerator in the back to grab another five-pound block of mozzarella. You're doing... you're doing great, everybody! After I toss this dough and cut it, we'll have 40 pizza stars! 
yelled Flippy Day Day as he tossed up yet another pizza dough to make it into a big circle. <gasps> now, I know what you're thinking. Well, at least I know what you're thinking if you're thinking about what happened last time. You see, in the last story, Koozie George and Hazel Breeze were delivering the last of the mail to the right people. Koozie received six letters, but only one of them was for him. The rest of the letters were for other people. As they were out and about delivering the mail, they gave Chip the Bear his letter, which turned out to be the winning announcement for the sweet treat competition. Wait a minute, do you remember who actually baked the pie that won the sweet treat competition? It was Druzy Bob, of course. He was too shy to put his own name on the slip, so Chip put his name instead, and they won! They're gonna get a trophy, tickets to Sweet Treat Land, and there's a fancy awards ceremony they have to go to. Druzy Bob was a little scared of the awards ceremony. He didn't want to make any speeches or anything. Chip told him, Don't worry, Druzy. I'll be there with you, and I'll say a few words about Bobby's Bakery if I can. After Koozie and Hazel delivered the announcement letter to Chip the Bear, they ran into Rabbit Sebastian, and the three of them came to Pizzeria to get Flippy Day Day his letter, which was already open because Koozie had opened it already. Because it was addressed to me! Hazel said it was fine! Don't send me to the slammer! Nobody's gonna send you to the slammer, Koozie! I'm just telling everybody what happened. Oh, okay. Please continue. Thanks. Well... Flippy began reading the letter to realize that it was a huge order for over 80 people and a bunch of other odd and weird requests. Like, the pizzas need to be in the shape of stars, they need a piñata with mini pizzas inside, some fish and carrot pizzas, and the delivery person needs to dress up like a dinosaur? What the flippity flips? How am I supposed to do all this stuff? <laughs> Flippy was pretty overwhelmed when he first read the letter. But immediately, Rabbit, Hazel, and Koozie volunteered to help out as best they could. Which is exactly what they were doing right now. Watch out, I'm right behind you with a hot one! Said Rabbit as he carried a pizza from the oven to a fresh box. This is the last of the cheese! I hope we have enough! Said Hazel as she sprinkled another star-shaped pizza. Okay, I've got five fish and carrot pizzas! Five plate and cheese pizzas, ten cheeses and pepperoni, my favorite. Uh, let's see, five cheese and broccoli pizza. Ooh, that sounds good too. Then we have ten barbecue chicken and the five Hawaiian that we're working on right now. That's forty, not counting the dessert pizzas. Wow, that's a lot of pizza. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful, said Flippy Day Day as he cut the last of the pizzas into a star shape. You know, I thought making pizzas into stars was going to be a nightmare, but it actually turned out to be pretty great. Have you ever seen a pizza shaped like a star? They're pretty easy to make, as long as you have enough time and patience to do it. When the friends first started to cut the star-shaped pizzas earlier that day, it was actually going pretty terribly. They ruined four or five pizzas just trying to get the stars right. Rabbit had the great idea of using the cut-off pizzas for the mini pizzas for the pizza piñata. But you had to be careful to cut everything just right. Koozie had the great idea of making a cutting template out of string to mark how each pizza should be cut. It really helped them make a perfect star shape every single time, and the mini pizzas turned out great! Wow, these mini pizzas turned out great! I know, makes me want to have star pizzas for my birthday! Mine too! Koozie and Rabbit looked at each other as they each had the same idea. You remember that Koozie and Rabbit have the same birthday. 
If you haven't heard the story yet, it's called Koozie George and the Birthday Battle from way back in season two. It was a little explosive back then, but since then, they've had a special combined birthday every year together. Uh, combined means when you put two things together, like putting Koozie's birthday party and Rabbit's birthday party together. It's called combined. Can you say combined? All right, where's the toppings for the dessert pizzas? We don't want to lose track of those, said Flippy as he looked around the kitchen. Oh, I put them in the fridge on the left, said Hazel. Okay, good. We'll have to remember to send those with Koozie when he makes the delivery. Are you sure you still want me to make the delivery? asked Koozie. Of course you. You're the only one with a dinosaur costume. Wow, delivering all this pizza dressed like a dinosaur? This sounds like an awesome party. I know. I kind of want to tag along to check it out. Would you guys mind tagging along to check it out? We could really use some help carrying all this food once we get there. Oh, I wish I could, Flippy. But I promised another friend of mine to help deliver his star-shaped pizzas to another party. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course I can help you out. I just don't have a dinosaur costume to wear. Oh, <laughs> humor. I have it too. Well, we don't all need to wear a dino costume. Just as long as one of us does, it should be fine. As you remember from the last story, Flippy Day Day received a huge order of specialty pizzas. It also had some odd requests like delivery methods and dessert pizzas and mini pizzas stuffed in a pizza pinata. After Flippy received the order, he gave the customer a call to confirm everything. They were supposed to deliver the food to the address by 4 p.m. later that day. It was already 12.30, and they still had about a 45-minute drive ahead of them. This was cutting it a little too close for Flippy Day Day. Meanwhile, in a completely different part of town, Chip the Bear and Druzy Bob were getting dressed for a special ceremony. An award ceremony. As you remember, they had recently won the sweet treat competition with Druzy Bob's pie and Chip the Bear's name. The day after Chip the Bear received a letter about winning the competition, he got another letter inviting them to a fancy dinner where they would be presented with an award and some other fun stuff. Oh, I don't know about this, said Druzy Bob as he finished buttoning up his shirt. I'm probably going to trip on the stage or fumble my words like a dummy. You're not a dummy, Druzy, said Chip the Bear. So you're not used to being on stage. So what? I'll be right there with you the whole time. Well, if you say so, I guess it won't be so bad. Bad? How can you possibly say the word bad at a time like this? We're literally going to an awards ceremony in your honor. But they don't even know it's me. They think a guy named Chip the Bear made all those pies. Well, that's fine. I'll explain everything. They're going to think I'm an imposter. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. And they're going to laugh at me. Drozy, are you serious? They're not going to laugh at you? Yeah, well... What if I tell them a joke? A joke? Yeah, what if I tell them a joke? Well, I guess they will laugh at you if you tell them a joke, but only if it's a good joke. Wait, what? A good joke. Everybody laughs at a good joke. But would you laugh at a bad joke? Uh, no. So if you tell them a bad joke, they're not gonna laugh at you. What? 
They're not going to laugh at my funny joke. Wait, now you want them to laugh at you? Well, yeah. If I tell them a funny joke, I want them to laugh at it. Okay then, go ahead and tell them a joke. That'll actually be really good stage performance. Alright, maybe I will. Well, what is it then? What's your joke? What do you call a fish with no eyes? A fish with no eyes? I don't know. What do you call a fish with no eyes? A fish. <laughs> That's a good one. Juicy, <laughs> you have to tell that joke. Oh, I don't know. Come on now, you gotta. That was one of the best jokes I've heard in a long time. It wasn't that good. Dude, give yourself a little credit. You'll be great up there. Chip the bear patted his friend on the back in a gesture of encouragement. Druzy Bob shrugged his shoulders and grabbed his tie. Oh yeah, I forgot to bring my tie with me. Do you think I could borrow one of yours? Oh sure, give me a second. What color do you want? Uh, something not too bright. I don't want my tie to be too loud. Too loud. Hmm, you may be wondering how a tie could be loud. Like, are ties yelling all the time or something? Well, no, that would be pretty crazy. And pretty awesome. When somebody is talking about a piece of clothing being too loud, it's usually because they don't want that one piece to stand out so much and be too powerful. You know what happens to pieces of clothing that become too powerful? They take over the whole outfit. Have you ever seen someone wearing a tie before? Have you ever worn a tie? They're pretty fancy, right? And sometimes they can be really, really uncomfortable, especially if you have to wear one for a long time. Okay, I have this brown one with the blue dots and this black one with the gray stripes, said Druzy as he held up the two ties in his hands. Oh, I think I'll take the black one. I think that will complement the rest of the outfit nicely. That's a good choice. That black one is one of my favorites, besides the one that I'm wearing. Well, that is one of the coolest ones ever. All those crisscross lines are actually little lightsabers. To the average person, it just looks like a cool tie. But to the average nerd, it's a piece of art. Uh, what's the matter? Can you help me tie my tie? I don't know how. Oh, for sure, for sure. Let me show you, and then you can copy me when I tie mine. Druzy Bob was pretty knowledgeable when it came to things of fashion. Yeah, he was a baking ninja in the kitchen, but man, he always looked good. And when he wanted to dress up nice and fancy, he was always super slick. Druzy knew how to tie a really good tie. Have you ever seen someone putting on a tie and tying it? It looks pretty complicated. But don't worry, if you ever need to wear a tie, you can always ask for help. Druzy Bob showed Chip how to tie a tie, and then he let Chip try to do it himself. It took a little bit of time, but in the end, both dudes had a couple of awesome ties with a couple of awesome knots. Hey, what time did Sally say she was going to get here? Oh, uh, I think she said 2.30, but maybe closer to 3. Okay, good. 
It's about a 45 minute drive to get there, and I want to leave with plenty of time. Chip the Bear and Jersey Bob continued getting ready for the fancy dinner. They were both feeling excited about what it was going to be like, with Drewsy also being a little bit worried and nervous. Chip was just plain old excited. Meanwhile, back over at Pizzerizza, the friends were putting the last of the star-shaped pizzas into the oven. Alright, that's the last one, said Flippy as he brushed his hands together. We just have to wait for these to be done, and then we'll be ready to go. Uh, aren't you forgetting something? Yeah, we still have to get ready. Hazel already left so she can change and be back here on time. Oh my goodness, that's right. They said this was going to be a fancy dinner. We can't show up looking like this. Flippy was referring to the fact that they all looked as if they had worked in a kitchen all day and most of their clothes had some pizza sauce here and there. Looked as if a bag of flour had exploded. Uh, when you're making pizza, you use a lot of dough and dough needs a lot of flour. Not flowers like when you're skipping around in nature, picking up flowers and singing, la 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 la, I'm picking flowers for my mom. Flour is a baking ingredient made of finely ground grains or seeds. If you haven't felt what flour feels like, it's pretty cool. It's so soft! Well, when the friends decided that Koozie probably needed the least amount of time to get ready, all he had to do was change into some clean clothes and bring the dinosaur costume back. Rabbit and Flippy were going to try and dress up a little bit nicer. Before long, Koozie was back at Pizzerizza, looking fresh and clean and holding a big box. Oh good! Thanks for being quick, Koozie! Watch the timer and pull the pizzas out when it goes off! I'm going upstairs to change and get cleaned up! Flippy ran to the back area of the kitchen and opened up a door that led to his stairway. Whoa! I know it sounds like Flippy had secret passages all over his shop, but really, it was just a building with a restaurant downstairs and an apartment upstairs. Well, that actually sounds pretty cool. Yo, dude, what's in the box? Asked Rabbit when he saw Koozie set the box down. Oh, this? It's just my giant Millennium Falcon Lego set. What? Why would you bring that? Oh, I thought I could assemble it while Flippy is getting ready. Dude, the last time you built that thing, it took half a year. And it would still be built right now if you haven't tried to fly it around your house in a towel. I told you that was a bad idea. <laughs> Dude, I'm just kidding. This is my dinosaur costume. Oh, you were just kidding? <laughs> Goodness, sometimes you believe some of the most random things I say. That's not true. Like what? Like the time you thought I was chasing a backward walking reindeer? A backward walking reindeer? Yeah, a backward walking reindeer. I got you to run all over town with me trying to find it because you totally thought I was real. Dude, you thought it was real. I did? Yeah, you did. Oh, that's right. What about the time you thought the couch was coming alive to eat you when you sat on it? <laughs> that was super scary. How were we supposed to know you had fallen asleep in the couch cushions trying to play hide-and-go-seek by yourself? <laughs> I wish I could say I did it all on purpose. I got you guys so good! <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, remember the time you said that there was a squirrel in the house breaking stuff? You had us all searching all over the house for an evil squirrel that didn't even exist. Oh, I remember that. And the time I told you your sunglasses were prescription and you had to wear them all the time? <laughs> I totally did. And you remember that one time I didn't wear underwear for a week because you said the fabric was toxic due to the contaminated laundry detergent? <laughs> wait, what? I never said that. <laughs> wait, what? That wasn't you? No, I think I would have remembered that. I'm sure it was you. Nope. But that sounds pretty funny. Oh, that was Cracker Jack. 
He's always pulling pranks like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's him. One time he told me I only had to brush my teeth once a week. He did? <laughs> did you? Well, I tried, but I didn't like how stinky nasty my mouth felt the first day. So I brushed my teeth anyway. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. Good old Cracker Jack. <laughs> oh, I should go get ready now. I almost forgot. Oh, yeah, dude. You better hurry up. It looks like these pizzas are going to be done in about 10 minutes. And with that, Rabbit shot off down the street faster than butter on a bald monkey to go get home and get changed and be right back. Speaking of getting changed and being right back... Druzy Bob and Chip the Bear had finished changing and had actually left to pick up a snack for the road. They weren't really sure when the food would be served at this fancy party thingy and didn't want to get too hungry along the way. Besides, you have to get a few snacks on a road trip. It's only 45 minutes away. That's not a road trip. Well, it's a mini road trip and we still need some snacks. They got back to Druzy's house just in time to see Sally Bright walk up. Hey guys, are you ready for the road trip? It's not a road trip. It's not? It's a mini road trip. If it's less than an hour drive, it can't be a road trip. An hour? That's the cutoff? Seems a little long for me. I mean, when you think about it, every time you're on the road and going somewhere, it's a road trip. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't even have to be driving. Look. I just had a road trip walking from my house to yours, Druzy. That's not a road trip. But I was walking on the road. You guys, a road trip is when you have enough time to get bored in the car. You place spot it as you pass by things you don't usually see. You stop for gas or a pee-pee break or just to get out and stretch because you've been driving for so long. Well, of course. That's obviously a road trip, but why can't smaller trips be road trips too? Well, for one, if you said, let's go to Sally's house, are you packing snacks for the road or stopping for gas? No, exactly. And two, road trips are about going someplace new and exciting. And if you called every little thing a road trip, it makes the real road trips less special. Hey, wait. We are going someplace new and exciting. What? We've never been to where we're going before. I mean, it's only 45 minutes away, but it's still going to a new place for us. We'll have just enough time to get a little bored in the car, and maybe we'll even have a pit stop for something. Yeah, like a pee-pee break. You know what? I think you're right, Sally. This is a road trip. It's not as long a drive as you would think, but it's still new and exciting and probably going to be very, very special. All right, then. You boys ready for this road trip? Ready, spaghetti. Let's get this show on the road. So Chip the Bear, Sally Bright, and Druzy Bob grabbed the last few things from the house and climbed into Druzy's car. This was going to be an awesome mini road trip. Come on, you guys! Come on! We're cutting pretty close! Yelled Flippy Day Day as he sat in the driver's seat of his delivery van. I'm here! I'm here! Koozie, you're already in the van! 
Obviously, I wasn't talking to you. I'm just saying. You guys, put a motor on it. Let's go. Hazel's boxing up the last pizza. We already packed all the pizzas. What are you talking about? At that moment, Hazel Breeze burst out a pizzerizza with a large box of pizza. Got it. Let's get going. All right, let's make like a baby and head out. Where did you guys get that pizza? And when did you have time to even make it? Oh, this? I snuck it in the oven when you were still in the bathroom. What? Why? We're going to be late. We're not going to be late. It's not even three o'clock yet. Yeah, and besides, we work straight through lunch without even taking a break. We're going to be on the road for 45 minutes, and I'm sure we're going to be hungry. Hazel, you are the smartest person I know. Wow, thank you so much, Hazel. I'm sorry. I really appreciate you all helping me out, especially because I'm feeling a bit flustered today. I didn't realize we didn't take a break. Oh, I took a break. I, uh, ate one of the mini pizzas. You did what? Crazy! Okay, okay, let me explain. One of the first pizzas we cut into a star we never ended up using, right? Right. So I grabbed one of the odd-shaped pizza slices and threw some ingredients on it as we worked. And then you ate a raw pizza? Ew, Ew gross. It wasn't raw. I threw it in the oven with the other pizzas. Cozy. That's what you were doing while the rest of us were working? Hey, it took like five seconds. I didn't ruin anything and I never missed a beat! I guess that's actually pretty smart, Koozie. You know what? I think you're right, Hazel. I'm sorry we didn't take a proper break, Koozie. You did good taking care of yourself. Thanks. Now, if you'll excuse me... Hey, what are you doing? The pizza's for when we're on the road. But I'm hungry! How could you possibly be hungry? I'm always hungry! Okay, well, maybe we should actually just get on the road now. Another good idea for Miss Hazel Breeze! Everybody buckle up! We're taking this show on the road! Show? What show? You mean pizzas? Pizza makes more sense. No, no, it's a saying. Get the show on the road is something people say when you're about to start a road trip. Nobody says that, Flippy. And besides, this isn't long enough to be a road trip. It's only a 45-minute drive. Exactly. If anything is going to get on the road, it's going to be pizza. Alrighty then. Let's get this pizza on the road. Let's make like some dirty socks and take off. Let's make like a basketball and bounce. Let's make like a fridge and cool off. Wow, uh, what? Rabbit, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it does. It's hot in this van. I was saying, let's turn on the AC and cool it off. Oh, that's what you were saying. Can we go now? Oh, yeah, right. La, 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 la. Let's go. Wow, what a cliffhanger. What's going to happen to everyone on the road trip? Where is everyone going? What's going to happen to them when they get there? I guess we'll have to find out next time, won't we? Um, I promise I'm going to stop doing all these to-be-continued stories after this and give you guys a good old-fashioned THE END. But for now, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell all your friends about us, and we'll see you all next time for another adventure. Goodbye!